Welcome to the Free Thoughts Podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. It is your girl, Penny Anassi, back at it again after missing a week. I am so sorry. That ate me up on the inside so bad because your girl was on a roll. But it happens. And this is literally kind of like a one-man show right now while I'm working some things out. So I'm editing, I'm recording, I am doing all those things. So if this is high-key a second job that I definitely need to figure out a better system for. But thank you guys for rocking with me regardless. I hope y'all have been doing super duper amazing and I hope that you guys love the OCD episode. I had a couple of questions and I can't wait to have Jenna back on to dive more into OCD because that stuff was pretty complex even for me. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, what? But yeah, I've been doing really well. I've been very, very busy. I've been in the process of something and I'm done now. So that was taking a lot of my mental energy um, as far as like work and stuff goes. So I literally couldn't find a space or time to record the pod, although I definitely was out having fun and stuff. That's my bad on me. But I needed a break, you know, like I am really into a healthy life balance. But I promise y'all one day we're not ever going to miss a week one of these days. But until then, thank you guys for being here. Like I said, I've just been in New York, really, really just more so grinding, working, um, a lot of a lot of networking too. Like I've been really comfortable in the networking spaces um, as of lately, and that's been feeling really good. I feel like post-pandemic, the energy in different spaces is just so different. Everyone is a bit more vulnerable and open and less like you can't sit with us type of energy, which I've never rocked with that. I've always been a please come sit with me type of girl ever since middle school. I would do talk to anyone. I don't feel like anyone is better than anyone. And you know, like New York and LA can sometimes have that type of energy. But yeah, I've really been enjoying meeting new people and, and more people that are like-minded. I've been just having a blast, to be honest with you, having a good time. And it was this one tweet that was out and it was like, oh, you know, you from New York or um, basically talk about New York nights. And it's kind of like you leave the house at 5 p.m. with no plans and end up getting home at 5 a.m. and end up going to these different spaces you never thought you would find yourself in or meeting people you never thought you would meet. And that's what the past couple of weeks have been like for me truly a good time and I'm happy I'm enjoying myself not being too hard on myself because I can tend to do that when it comes to like having my little balance y'all know that more than anyone but I've just been doing my thing so so yeah I do want to put this little two cents out there I went to a networking event and I met a girl in the bathroom and she just was like I've never been to these type of things Like, and I hate the word networking, honestly, yuck, but it was just an event, a mixer, you know, mix and mingle or whatever. But she was like, wow, like, do you just go up to people and just start talking? I'm like, honestly, yeah, like, 
like Jenna said in this past episode, like we're so worried about what, what people think about us when everyone's worried about the same thing. So don't focus so much on yourself. Focus on like the other person in the sense of like curiosity and getting to know who they are um, when it comes to networking or meeting new people. Like literally walk up to someone, ask them a question. They are scared too, or not scared, but they are, you know, in a weird space too because they're there for the same reason that you are more than likely. So talking to people is great. And if it feels fearful or scary, just do it. And if you keep doing it, it'll feel better. I've also been doing this thing. And I'm I'm never been like that. I'm saying this for people who have a hard time like talking and meeting new people. Just go for it. I've been trying this new thing in the elevator lately. Because you know in the elevator, you just get on your phone and put your head down if someone's on the elevator with you. But I've been putting my phone in my pocket, looking straight, saying hi, and just sitting through that uncomfortableness because they are sitting there on their phone like, oh my God, da 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 And it's just so interesting. Um, human behavior is just so interesting to me. But try it one day. Be on the elevator and don't look at your phone. Don't look up. Just look straight, shoulders back, confidence, and just wait for the – your floor. <laughs> like, it's okay. You know, it's so interesting. But as far as work updates go, I will be working with Flawless again, Gabrielle Union and Larry's brand. So be on the lookout for a couple of reels and content with them um, in April and May. Very exciting because I love working with them. And I have a couple of more things in the works. Um, I've just been on some grind mode and self-care self-love mode to be honest with you I know to hear self-love self-care is like cliche is all hell we hear it everywhere but the way that my therapist put it to me okay we all okay so we all have those things that just get to us you know and maybe it changes in different moments maybe it's something that you know you're just healing from seasonal whatever but when it, we all have certain things that might put us in a ruminating mood or a self-critical mood and she gave me the, some very simple advice. She was like, whenever you start to ruminate or overthink this situation, just do something for yourself, no matter what it is. And it doesn't have to be like a face mask or a bath or getting your nails done. It could be all those things. But it could also be like if you have a goal or a dream that you haven't taken some steps towards, go do one of those steps. Go take a walk. There are so many different things. But whenever you find yourself in a ruminating or um, weird state, do something for yourself and it really does shift your focus. It takes a bit of time and practice, but over time you'll start to see like, oh, I am not really even thinking about this anymore in a sense. So that was some really good advice that I want to share with you guys. And yeah, this is going to be a solo episode, going to be a nice little tidbit for you guys. So yeah, we're going to go on to our next topic, which will be pen palletters. Dear Penny, me and my boyfriend have been together for two years and we are doing really, really well. But for some reason, whenever we're out, I feel like he kind of has a wandering eye. I always catch him looking at girls and they walk away or just cheesing at the waitress way too goddamn hard. I don't know. It kind of makes me uncomfortable, although I know it could be harmless. What do you think I should do? Well, dang. Um, I personally don't think that that is anything serious, especially if he's a good guy and you have no other reason to trust him. 
people are attractive. I mean, just because you are in a relationship does not mean you're not going to find other people attractive. Now, if it seems like he's trying to get the person's attention or something like that, that's a whole different story. But if some girl with the big booty walks by and he kind of looks at it like, I mean, you might be looking at it too, you know? I don't know. It's just the way the human minds and attraction kind of works. So I would talk to him about it in a, like, not, not a joking way. Well, even maybe in a joking way, but not passive aggressive. But just let him know that you notice it and how it makes you feel. And he's probably going to be like, girl, like, that don't mean nothing. Like, it's just whatever. But, of course, if it persists and you are truly uncomfortable with that, one, you need to look within and make sure it's not an insecurity of your own, like, about the way that you look or something like that. Because, you know, if that show guy, he you should know that he is yours and you are his. And him looking or being attracted to someone else, not no deep attraction, I'm talking just about outer appearance or whatever, I don't think it should personally threaten the relationship. But I definitely can see how you could feel weird because, you know, at, at first I would feel weird too unless I just knew my man like that and just knew like he, he don't mean no harm by that. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just a conversation with him and letting him know how it makes you feel, and then moving accordingly. And also, he just better not be trying to get them girls' attention. Like the waiter, don't like smile, use your charm, because we could get a free drink, whatever. Or, you know, it's just good to just have good energy when you go out, like who cares. But if he's trying to do more with that, that's a problem. So I'll leave that at that. And good luck to you. Let me know what, what happens like after you bring that up. I'm curious. This was a, like a interesting question. I, I love this. Um, but yeah, that's it for pen pal letters. You can email me penny period at gmail.com or DM me. That's the best way to get your question answered on the podcast. And yeah, I'll use, I'll also use, use this as a time to make sure you guys share, retweet and all of that for the pod. It always helps you grow out. Make sure you're rating, subscribing, reviewing, anything that you can do to support. I appreciate it. I saw someone talk about how support was their love language. And I realized that that's one of my love languages too. Like if you really like listen to my things and, and you don't even have to be a fan because I don't ever want to say that my friends are my audience because they really aren't, you know, and some might, some might not be. But if you can find a way to support me knowing that I'm doing this straight out of just like my heart and just like my mind and I built it from nowhere, it just and it, just knowing how much this means to me shows me how much you love me and supporting that. So I was like, damn, support is definitely one of my love languages because I really do rock with the people who genuinely support me. I love y'all. So yeah, y'all, let's move on to our next topic, which will be change. So for change this week, we are keeping it in theme with Women's History Month, and I want to shout out my good friend Raven. She was on the podcast before. Her episode is Growth and Ginger Tea. She does positive self-talk. She's also a yoga instructor and just overall wellness influencer, and I loved her episode. It was about black love, journaling, self-talk, and all those things. But Raven did positive self-talk officially at the South by Southwest Expo this year, the Wellness Expo, which is dope as 
all hell. We used to all be at South by Southwest every year in college and a bit after college and doing different events there and stuff like that. So it's so amazing for her to be officially a part of the Wellness Expo. And she had a thing, it was called Conscious Conversations. And I'm just proud of you, girl. I hope you're listening. I know you probably are listening. I'm proud of you. I love you. Shout out to you for, for Women's History Month and for you carving your lane in this wellness space. And yes, that's my sis. Love her to death. So she gets change of the week. Shout out to Raven and shout out to South By for seeing black women in the wellness space and for seeing wellness overall. We're going to move on to our next topic, which will be my two cents. So for my two cents today, I want to talk about kind of two things, really one thing. I posted about the show Young, Famous, and African on Netflix, and it is basically a reality show about millionaires, billionaires who are living in South Africa. They're from Uganda, Nigeria, Tanzania, and they're just like, you know, the elite or whatever. Um, And it's a great show. It was so much fun to watch, especially being African. It was just a blast. It was very much so messy. It was giving the whole drama of Real Housewives type vibes. But I watched, well, I was on social media and I came across a post from Refinery29 and it basically was talking about the show. And one of the writers who is African as well, she kind of was addressing TV's obsession with the global elite. And I'm going to read what the post said and then I'm going to give my little two cents on it, honey. So it says, at a time when much of the world is legitimately struggling to stay afloat amidst war, climate change, inflation, and so much more turmoil, especially in the parts of the global south that many of these new reality stars call home, it's not a reach to say that subjecting ourselves to more content about the elites feels kind of off. Billionaire balls and pimped out private jets make for great television, but they're only a part of the story. Promoting African culture in popular media shouldn't mean shielding the world from the whole truth about what's happening by only privileging the elite. What we really need is for these stories to paint a more complete picture. Let us know how you feel. And I never really let people know how I feel in the comments, but I'm going to tell y'all what I said. And this was my initial thought without reading the article. I was being one of those people. And I literally never comment on anything, but I did. And this is what I said. I said, I mean, dang, they simply showed the part of Africa that has never been showed through the media. All that has been shown via media is poverty for the most part. So I think it's a bit unfair to use them as a think piece to talk about our obsession with the elites. We need more overall representation for sure, from high class to middle class to poverty. It takes time and steps to do so, especially through media and television. And what I meant by the obsession with the elites doesn't just have to do with Africa. That's just capitalism and the world that we live in, period. So that was before I read the article, right? 
And in reading the article, I definitely see her point. And she does state that while all of this is going on, why are we worried about this top whatever percent that is unrelatable to most of the population? And what I want to say to that is it's purely entertainment for a lot of people um, and escapism as for a lot of things, which is a whole nother problem within itself, um, depending on how people escape and what they use it for. It's definitely fantasy and it's not real. It's almost fiction in a sense, especially if you are not in any of those classes and and might not ever be. It's almost fictional to you. So it's an entertaining situation. And this is not the first of its kind. Like I said, we have Real Housewives. We have the Kardashians. We have so many different shows. And for me, seeing this show was more so overall more African-American, African representation on these networks and in these studios. And that's why I gave it a high five. That's why I was like, I'm going to support this show because once something is green lighted and they see that they're more open to doing more shows. So of course they're going to start with what they know works, right? So what works obviously is watching rich people do rich people things and be messy and live this fantasy life that we, you know, or that people, not we, because I'm trying to get there, hun. I don't care. I don't know what y'all talking about. But um, yeah, so for me, it was almost like, okay, you're dragging it. People love to drag things and, t and have think pieces. But I do love some points that she addressed about the overall African experience and that there's so much more nuances to it as there is everything, you know what I'm saying? So my takeaway is there's the issue really isn't about the television show. It's society overall. It's capitalism. It's our preoccupation with rich people's business. It's like a global occurrence in pop culture. That's what that is. And it's not an issue with Netflix. It's an issue that is huge that goes deeper with just what people care about and what, you know, people want to watch for whatever reason. And that it does definitely go to say that a lot of Africa is still battling with the effects of colonialism, imperialism, global interference, and the continent has so much rebuilding to do. Trust me, as a Kenyan, I know. <laughs> and But I do love that people are seeing Africans can be wealthy too because from my experience growing up, being African as a kid, now it's different, but as a kid, it was like, oh, literally they looked at us as if we were like impoverished, like the people that they see on feed a child, a feed a, feed a child infomercial, infomercial. And knowing that that's not even how my mom's family was, like they were the elite in a sense. And then my, but my dad's family was the complete opposite. So I'm glad that a little kid or whoever or a teenager can watch a show like Young Famous and African and have a different perspective. It might be warped and very much so extreme, but at least they know that it's possible. Now we need to work on the middle grounds of it, having middle class people, having different things like that. That'd be great. Um, and I love that she put some shows out there that are like that. So Blood and Water is one. I'm going to check that out. Castle and Castle and Chewing Gum. I believe those are all South African-based shows. Um, I think another one is called Big Age. But yeah, 
that's my thoughts on it for sure. I think it's just a reality TV is already a huge issue. If you have not listened to my episode with Jayla from Bad Girls Club, the reality of reality TV, go back and do so now. It'll give you the tea on reality TV. That's another issue. What we care about as a society is another issue. But I am happy that networks are opening the doors for us to be seen in different lights. We're going to work on the lights, but at least we are being seen differently. So yeah, that is my two cents for today. I also want to let you guys know I was today years old when I found out I'm not first generation. I'm second generation. First generation means you came over here and got citizenship. Second generation means that your parents were immigrants and you were born here. So I've been saying it wrong this whole time. And why hasn't no one corrected me? And I feel like a lot of us have been saying it wrong this whole time. But I'm so glad now I know that I'm second generation, not first. And I hope I'm understanding this right. If I'm not, somebody hit me up and be like, okay, no, break it down for me. I've been reading. I'm like, wait, what? Watch Young Famous and African if you are into the diaspora. It's so funny. It's good. It's messy. It just, it's different. And that's what I appreciate about it. And I also appreciate this writer from Refrani29. Shout out to you, girl. Sorry I went off on your post, but I actually love this conversation. Her name is Inye Kamenibo. Inye Kamenibo. I hope I said that right. I'm going to go and follow her because she started a conversation, honey. The comments are blown up. Um, so yes, young, famous, and black. I mean, young, famous, and African. And then there's another one called London Lit that I haven't seen yet. That's on Discovery Plus. So, shout out to all the Africans. Shout out to the diaspora. Shout out to all of that gang. We're gonna move on to the next topic, which will be gold. So for gold this week, it's music again. I want to highlights black radio three robert glasper i'm obsessed i'm obsessed with that album let's first shout out my brother boom who is my best friend's brother and he plays the bass for robert and is all over this project as well but i really do love it it's been if i i could have picked this one for peace of mind because i've been playing it every morning my top three favorites are Over with Yeba, Forever with PJ Morton and India Ari, Bright Lights with Ty Dolla Sign. Those three have my heart. If you want to know what's going on in my head, my heart, them three. But I love those songs. The album is glorious. Love Robert Glasper. And they definitely get and love Boom. Boom for show. And yeah, so that is my gold for the week. I'm going to put the link in the description box and we're going to move on to our last segment, peace of mind. Okay, for peace of mind, this is cliche, but honestly, putting myself first, it has been giving me peace of mind and I've never been one to really ever really do that and I see the power in it. It makes me a better person for everyone else and for myself. That's one. And I have been using this new app to keep me focused called Opal. And it's basically locks. It's another one like Focus Lock, but it's better because 
it only locks certain apps. So with the app Focus Lock, it locks like my Spotify app. And I'm like, dang, I'm trying to listen to music. Like, sheesh. But this Opal app just locks the social media apps that, um, that my phone says that I use too much, basically. Twitter and Instagram. So it locks it from 9 to 5. And if I want to take a break, I can set a timer to take a break. And it tracks everything as well. And even if I do take a break, it will it will remind me like, hey, girl, you've been on here for a bit of a minute. Get your ass off of there. Or even if um, after five o'clock it unlocks. But if I'm on there for too long, it'll let me know like it, it'll say little things like go drink some water or you got better things to do. Like it'll just like have these little messages pop up. And I like it so far. So the app is called Opal. I'll put that in the description box. So yeah, peace of mind, a new app to help me stay off of my phone during the week, Opal, and two, just putting myself first. I encourage y'all to do the same. Until next week, guys, love you so much. Adios.